Time for a podcast. Which one? WATP? I love that one. That's the worst. So we're doing the Creep Off. Oh, Creep Off. All right, let's it's, do that. The Creep Off's like your second favorite podcast, right? It's up there. Top 20. Creepos, it's time for another edition of the worst contest on the internet, a show that's about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. It's the Creep Off. That's my co-host, Carl. It is 8 o'clock at night. I don't think I've ever seen you at 8 o'clock in the evening in my life. I look good, don't I? No. I pull it off. Somehow I pull it off. The day has worn you down. (laughs) The day has worn you down to the nub of a man. You'd be surprised how little I accomplished today, Vinny. No, this I wouldn't. Day, this day has not worn me down at all. I had a burrito bowl outside. Nice 75 degree day here in upstate New York in mid-November. Carl. Yes, sir. Before we get too far into what our surprise theme this week is. Oh, we have a surprise theme. Cool. Yes. I'd like to take a second and talk about last week. Yes. Because last week we had a contest, as usual, and we were trying to find out who is the creepiest police officer. Yes. You went to Google and picked the first person you could find. I don't know why that's held against me. I don't understand. Because We're it's... just trying to find a creepy police officer. I'm sorry. I don't research as well as you do. Correct. You do not. That okay. is, I'm glad that's, you can admit it. That's true. Well, the people spoke. Yeah. The people. Yes. They came to the aid of your pal, Vinny. And ladies and gentlemen, this week it was a landslide. Vinny wins 75% of the vote file. How do I not win this? I don't understand. The people yeah, spoke, I and I so. had a lot of people. I made sure that none of your people could see the voting, is what I did. <laughs> that makes sense. As I put them in another room, it was great. That makes sense. So, uh, Carl, <laughs> that makes the score 3-2. to two. All right, so you've taken a slight lead here in this round. I feel great about it. I feel good about it. And today, it's going to get a little dicey because we are bringing in a third mic for tonight's oh, episode. Third, third mic. mic. Ladies and gentlemen, right. from the shitty song of the week pod, it's Brandon. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, guys? How we doing? Doing really, really well. Glad that you could join us tonight. Now, folks, we told you Brandon is from the shitty song of the week podcast. Carl, you've been a guest on there. A couple of times, yeah. Yeah, I'm way too good for it. But Apparently. Yeah, well, <laughs> at least you know. I'm way too good for it. So we decided to invite you on here tonight. We are going to find the creepiest song. That is tonight's Ooh, category. Not even a person this time. It's the creepiest song. Why not? That's different. I, I like mean, it. we're trying to find songs that, you know, were by bands people may have heard of or musicians we may have heard of that may have gotten into the zeitgeist and people don't really know what they're all about. Oh, there goes my uh, anal cunt song that I thought it was going to be for <laughs> in. You oh, know, wow. It I, had to be a band someone's heard of? Damn it. <laughs> just going to play Gigi Allen tunes. Yeah, well, that's that would be your go-to. Ooh, this guy was uh, defecating on people at his, at his show. No, you, he wasn't. Really? No, he, no, wasn't. he wasn't. He really, he wasn't. I don't see any video of it. Could you find video of this? Why would that be on the internet? Why wouldn't it be on the internet? All right, I stand corrected. <laughs> so Brandon's here with us tonight. We are going to do uh, Creepiest Song. We're glad that all of you who are watching in the chat are with us. I can't see you yet. I'm trying to uh, get in there to... So we can uh, converse a little bit. Those people only distract you, Benny. It's never a good idea that you're looking at the chat. It's better that the you're people's not... champ wants to see the people. It's better that you're not looking at that. I'm just glad that today's show is going to be a fun one. Let's ring the bell and let's get started, shall we? Let's do it. It's the creep off. My creep today is a gentleman that uh, a lot of you may know, and most of you don't. A lot of people really, really <laughs> like Wait, him. What? A lot of you may know, and most of you don't. A lot of you may, but a lot of you may not know a lot about him. Okay. A lot of people really, really like him because he called Hillary Clinton a cunt yes. back in 2016. Okay. My creep today is the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, and we are going to be talking about a little song he did. Uh, would you hit my number one, Carl? The song is in that song. It's called Jailbait. Yeah, son. Jailbait by the Nuge. Jailbait by the Nuge. You ever heard this song before, Carl? Of course I have. Of course you have. You're a guitar player. I'm a guitar player. Who doesn't like Ted Nugent? Well, he's a hilarious gun-toting guitar player. 
there's some weird stuff going on with this song. And I would like to start off by just explaining that it was released on an album called uh, Intensity in Ten Cities. So it was a live version of this song, which was originally released. Okay. I okay. find that a little bit odd. It also made his greatest hits album, which also blew my fucking mind that this shit that he wanted people to hear this and considered it his greatest hits. <laughs> it's called Jailbait. You know what the topic is. It's not like he's trying to hide it. You're sitting there going like, Jesus, does he even know what he's doing? Yes. Carl he certainly knows what he's doing. Carl, it's hilarious. I would like you to uh, let's set this up. Now, let's we're talking up. Jailbait. All these guys, you know, they do songs about young women. How young do they usually do these songs about? Uh, 17 is... 17? Yeah, give or take. Songs. Yeah, like 17 is like the cutoff. Christine, Sexy 16. And... Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's, uh, why don't you hit my clip two? Now, for those of you who didn't catch those catchy lyrics, yeah. well, I don't care if you're just 13. You look too good to be true. Dude. I just know that you're probably clean. And there's one little thing I got to do to you. Did Jerry Lee Lewis write this song? Right? <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis lived the song. Yeah, right. He There's lived a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. You know what? I went through every fucking lyric from that guy, too. He did not write creepy songs, that asshole. Uh, he would have been a good creep for this week, but oh well. All right, so you're saying 13, probably too young. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he really, Just a little bit. Like, he makes it a point that he's not just, like, this isn't hyperbole. Okay. Hit my clip, <laughs> clip three for me, okay? It's all right if I have sex with you. I asked your baba, is how he ended it. She's probably a fan. Yeah, sure. Probably a fan. You know what? You asked me, Vinny, if I knew about this song. Funny story. Hanging out with Anthony Cumia. (laughs) (laughs) His ringtone is actually this song. Uh, I knew it. You wouldn't believe it. You really are familiar with the tune. So uh, I'm only going to play you one more clip from it because I know we had a lot to get to tonight. But uh, my last clip, I think, will make this uh, a point that this might be the creepiest fucking song ever hit. My third clip. Officer, don't arrest me. If you're trying to sell me on this is creepy, you are swinging a miss. This is hilarious. Carl, you think this is all funny and cute talk. Well, I did a little bit of research. I think it's cute. You think it's just That's cute. not the word I would use, but Yes, sure. it is. It's exactly it's the word cute. you would use. All right. So I did a little research into Ted Nugent after this because you know me. I just can't let things be. Right. So uh, would you play my next clip for me? Because we learned a little bit about what was going on in Ted's life around the time that this song came out. Soon after his divorce, Ted found a new love, a young girl from Hawaii named Pele Masa. She was like a dream, a fantasy, exotic dream of mine to meet her. Ted was 30 years old, Pele just 17. I was underage, and even back in the wild 70s, it just really wasn't a terribly appropriate situation in most people's eyes. Right. And now it would be criminal. Correct. Well, it's good to write what you know. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Now, I would also like to point out one other thing. Would you please uh, play the clip for me, uh, Deal With Parents? Okay. Because I want to point this out. In this song, he said, I asked your mama. Now, just hear this. This is him on Behind the Music. Okay. This is him being interviewed on VH1's Behind the Music. Go ahead. Ted admits to a number of liaisons with underage girls. And while it may have raised eyebrows, it never raised the interest of local authorities. Ted charmed the girl's parents right along with his teenage lovers. And in the case of Pele, her mother signed papers making Ted her legal guardian. I got the stamp of their parents. Because they figured better Ted Nugent is some drug-infested punk in high school. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Are those the two options. I. She could meet a kid. She could meet a kid who's pre-med. <laughs> I know. Right. Maybe a kid who's good at math. No, nope. I mean, she's Hawaiian. You can have the high school druggie, or you can have fucking Ted Nugent in his goddamn loincloth and bow and arrow. There's something that's so unsexy about legal guardian. Come here, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be your legal guardian. Well, why don't you play that clip for me? It says young girls love him, because according to Ted, it's not his fault. Young girls were infatuated with Ted, and when his willpower was put to the test, he failed miserably. Oh, they were just everywhere you had to get a crowbar, just pummel of it. Knock them off the doorknob. They were hanging on your lingai. Um, yes, it, I, it could have been whiskey. It could have been drugs. But no, I was a wang-dang addict. All right. <laughs> you can I couldn't stop Ted. myself. The 13-year-olds were just throwing their pussy at me. <laughs> yeah. You can hate Ted Nugent for his politics, but you can't hate him for his personality. He's one of the funniest motherfuckers. If you can hang out with this guy for a night and go bar hopping, that'd be an amazing Well, the, his girls aren't at the bars, Carl. They can't get in. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> You'd have to go to fucking coffee shop hopping with this asshole. Now, uh, I want you to play my last clip for me because this was a clip from 2012. He was basically confronted with all this because all this stuff's been out there in the open for forever. And people just think he's an asshole for other reasons. It's his album, Vinny. You've already pointed that out. He's not shy about this. Well, I want you to understand that he's very upset that people call him a pedo. Okay. They're allowed to lie and call me a pedophile. Really? A pedophile? And that would be in contrast with the 25th year of Ted Nugent's Camp for Kids, where parents bring their young boys and girls to my Nugent camp to teach about archery and being clean and sober and being the best that you can be. You mean that pedophile? Uh, yes, that one. That's yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like Jeffrey Epstein being like, yeah, but they all have these jobs on my island. I have them all employed full time. <laughs> What do you mean I don't like children? So I don't know what Ted Nugent's deal is, but all I have to say is that this very, very creepy song might be imitating life. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to go uh, second here. We'll save our guests for last. Yes, Brandon, you get to wow us all at the end. Well, Brandon Excellent. is the music sucks aficionado, so I'm not going to be as good as him. But I did happen to find the world's creepiest song. This is by an artist named Risque. And uh, let's listen to the how the song starts off. Oh. That's not actually my creepy song. I just love that your song is so fucking funny. That's pretty great, actually. I was, I, I was really hoping that was your song. I was like, well, I won this round. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, of course. No, actually, the song that I brought as the creepy song of the week is one that we all know and love from the greatest rock and roll band of all time. I mean, you Google creepy songs, brown sugar comes up first. <laughs> I don't know why that matters, and you don't know what I Google. Every goddamn week. Dude, okay. I, I'm going to duck, duck, goad this one. You don't even know how I use the internet, all right? You I don't no want to know how you use the internet. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about brown sugar, originally titled Brown Pussy, changed to brown okay. sugar. Mick Jagger decided... I should mention, this is the Rolling Stones. This is a number one hit for them in 1971. Number now. one hit. Yeah. That gives it some credibility. It does. It's well, I think the name change helps that a little bit. Yes. How, so. how, how far did uh, Starfucker get up the ranks for them? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, first off, they're not trying to cover this up. There have been people who have said, well, when he's talking about brown sugar, they were getting into brown powder heroin at the time, and this is all just a... Uh, metaphor for her well, no that's not the case at all in this uh part of this the chorus you'll hear them talk about how good black girls taste ah! 
like a black girl should. Mm -hmm. It tastes so good. Now, Nothing wrong might, with that. You might say, yeah, there's Jungle Law by the Steve Miller Band. What's wrong with any of this? I'll tell you what's wrong with it, and that would be the verses of this song. Yep. Let's listen to this first verse. Everyone knows this song. I don't know if you know what he's singing in this first verse, but I will tell you. Listen closely, and I will tell you what he's saying. Slave ship bound for cotton fields, sold in the market down in New Orleans. Scarred old slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. They're yeah, but you guys sing it more upbeat and positive than that. <laughs> it is very upbeat and positive. The, the tune is a toe tapper. Now, the music was written long before the lyrics. They wrote the music in 69, and then when they went to record, I think they were in Alabama recording, and Mick Jagger, Muscle Shoals, right? Yes. And Mick Jagger wrote the lyrics down in 45 minutes. And and that's like one of their excuses. Like, yeah, it's terrible and offensive and creepy, but hey, we just spent 45 minutes on it. And then we started. They just started wrote it at a fucking it. Waffle House in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you not write this song when you're in a Waffle House in Alabama? As Ian Brennan of the Chicago Tribune put it, it's a tune glorifying slavery, rape, torture, and pedophilia. I'll just play the second verse for you here. They're ripping slaves and fucking them, and this is this uh, toe tapper your parents and I and I love up. I love how it's like the lady of the house is wondering when it's gonna stop. She's just like, are you doing it on the lawn again? <laughs> yes. Do you have to rape and whip people on the lawn, Chauncey? But the houseboy knows that they're doing all right. Like uh -oh. like you can write okay. songs about fucking black girls and not have it be a problem, but there's no reason to throw the slavery into it. That just doesn't make sense. It's sure. the first fucking lyric of the I know song, Gold Coast Slave Ship. I honestly didn't know that. And I'm sorry if I'm using Google in a way that isn't uh, revolutionary. All right. I apologize. <laughs> Actually, you're really using Google the way most people do. They get the first result and that's what they go with. That's right. I'm in marketing. I know that for a fact. All right. So I have uh, the Rolling Stones brown sugar. God damn it. That is a good pick. I purposely chose not to do that song because it was too easy. But, you know. <laughs> what an asshole. But, you know, Brandon's here. This guy picked this song called Jailbait. Talk about fucking easy. And I did the research on the person who wrote it. All right. I'll tell you what. If you think that's too easy, don't forget I also threw in there Smell Your Dick, which is also a great song. <laughs> <laughs> that one's your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. Uh, let's do this, baby. What do you got okay. for us this week? Well, first off, I'm glad that we all picked big band. I dug a little deeper with mine, but you guys definitely know who this is. Oh, did you now? You dug just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, see, how does it feel, Vinny? Now you're getting the fucking treatment you give me. I would like to give uh, Mark Hells in the uh, chat here the best line of the night. He said, it looks like Vinny and Carl had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mark. He's okay. got my eyes, that's for sure. He does have your beady He's got eyes. my four eyes. <laughs> your sunken beady eyes and your <laughs> smile pocket. Oh, shit. Right. Well, you know, I figured one of us was going to pick a song about child fucking, so I figured I'd stay away from that. Um, yeah. The yeah, obvious it, thing to do is the child fucking angle, of course, yes. Right. Good job. Good job, Brandon. So I, I went a little different, and then my song is called Don't Try Suicide by Queen. All right. Now, I don't know if either of you have ever heard this song before, but this is the most upbeat, mixed-message, uh, anti-suicide PSA that you've ever heard. They, they tell you pretty much not to kill yourself because no one's going to give a shit if you do. Right. So it's so, not, like good advice. It is good advice. Yeah. It's, it's not that revenge you think it's going to be. Oh, they'll be sorry when I'm gone. Nope. They'll actually be thrilled. You're miserable. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, my God. Now, I don't have to take his calls anymore. <laughs> now, the, fir the first clip I got is the intro for you. It's just going to set the mood. Um, all my clips are relatively short to give you an idea of what's going on here. But if you want to play the intro, go for it. All right. One, two, three, four, one. Yeah.
I would have spliced in another one bites the dust right there, but that's just me. I'm not going to lie. I listened to that, and I was feeling a little down earlier, and now I'm a little picked up. All right. All right, good. Right, right, yeah. It's it's a very upbeat and positive song about not killing yourself for some reason, but the the chorus comes up right after that, and this is where they kind of sink Driller Point home. This is my clip, too. So you're gonna you don't don't kill yourself because a you're gonna hate it right and not not only that no one's gonna give a shit if you do both good messages also if you do want to die get AIDS that was I don't know if they took that, <laughs> I don't know if they wrote that into the song or how that works but that's really well, the moral of the story don't you wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> stick it in a butt doesn't matter that it's 1982 well that's fun what fun boys do. <laughs> Fun fact about it, after Freddie Mercury died, guitarist Brian May contemplated and tried and kill himself. So he didn't take the message of this song with him. He just kind of went for it. But He's like, I'm going to get a degree in rocket science instead. Exactly. <laughs> so the rest of these clips I have are just the various ways. They tell you all the different ways that you could kill yourself. But in between that, they tell you not to do them. So it's like, yeah. you're going to slash your wrists, but don't do it. You're going to drown, but don't do it. So this is my verse. It's number three. Every day is the easy way out. I think you're going to slash your wrist this time. Baby, when you do it, all you do is get on my tits. It's also sexy, isn't it? This song is sexy. This song's cornball. <laughs> well, look. This reminds me of, like, we all have that one friend who's always ultra-depressed and always like, well, no one's going to give a shit about me if I'm gone or whatever. Yeah, Carl made him his producer. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Freddie Mercury wrote that with, like, wrote this song about that one particular friend. He's just so fucking tired of hearing his sad sack stories. It's like, look, dude, if you're going to, don't kill yourself because no one's going to care about it. The, this is where the bridge comes in and it really ramps things up. Um... (laughs) Again, you know, he's talking about getting on your tits. And this is a don't kill yourself because you can't be a prick tease, guys. It's very important not to be a prick tease when trying to commit suicide. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, Number don't four. do it so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That, that one line is just a throwaway. It's got nothing to do with it. See, it's because you're not watching the musical. Everything that Queen does is sounds like it's out of a musical. Because when you listen to like a song isolated and you haven't seen what they're doing on stage, you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? It's like, well, you're not watching. Yeah, what scene from Flash Gordon was that in? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the prick teaser? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flash Gordon, <laughs> the prick teaser? <laughs> exactly. Between this episode. Queen and- between Queen and Meatloaf, it's what I call theater rock, and it's all fucking annoying. But Meatloaf's this, my this, real father. <laughs> you wish. This next this next clip <laughs> is what I imagine. Like I don't think they played this song live very often. It's obviously not on their greatest hits albums or whatever. But this is. I feel like if they ever played this live, this would be the part where the audience really gets involved in it, and they all start chanting along with everybody, and everyone's really getting into this. It's my number five. We will, we will kill ourselves. <laughs> I see a little guy who's gonna kill himself. Kill yourself, kill yourself. <laughs> Eat yourself a little bullet. <laughs> oh my god, it, it, it's so fun. The doo wop shit just bothers me, and I don't know why he has a suicide. It's so fucking pretty stupid. Good. He's pretty good. Uh, all genius. right. Well, Carl loves I, it. I do. I love Queen. Carl wishes he could write a song half as good as that. All right. You're, well, you're going to find out a little bit. I got some more progress going on my Nick Bate project here. Oh, really? Oh, really? Can't awesome. Wait. It's it's no uh, suicide by Queen, but. Few things right. are. Few things, Few are. things are. So I guess that's the contest this week. If you want to vote for Vinny and the Motor City Madman, I would highly recommend it. You can vote for Carl. And what was that song you did, the uh, Dick Smelling thing? 
<laughs> smell your dick. <laughs> oh, smell. No, you can vote for Carl and brown, brown sugar. sugar. Or you could vote for our friend Brandon and Freddie. So uh, the polls will be up on thecreepoff.com this week. Make sure that you go there and vote. Legal votes only, please. And, uh, count every vote. Every count legal every vote counts. Vote. <laughs> every legal vote counts, everybody. All right. So uh, well, just out of curiosity, what happens if I win the win the poll? Like, what? what ha- I mean, you I don't actually, get the point. You so. actually take over for me. I've been okay. looking for an out for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal. That's why we tried out Crows. We tried out Kevin. Tried you out. Like somebody's got to be able to beat me. Well, it's like you listened to the voicemail already. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Is that a good segue? So here's a fun thing. I'm just going to let everybody know. Brandon can't hear this. This. So, Brandon, just sit there like a dummy. I'll pretend to react. Like, oh, okay. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Carl. Uh, this is a voicemail that came in. And ladies and gentlemen, reminder, if you would like to leave a voicemail on the creep off, the number is 585-371-8108. This is our first call for the week. All right, People's Champ. So WATP didn't blow up until Carl got rid of his uh, deadweight co-host. So what I'm suggesting is, why don't you go ahead and pull a Shawn Michaels and kick this Marty Jannetty you got through the fucking window and start your own podcast without him? I'm just saying, Vinny Winnie, people's champ. Well, I've thought about that. Oh, you have, have you? But I don't think I'd get my leg up that high to kick him in the face. <laughs> Can I point something out real quick, Vinny? Sure. This is not your first podcast that you've hosted, right? Oh, no. This is number what? Podcast you posted? Like third? No, you've had more than that. Maybe, <laughs> no. maybe they've just changed names well, hold on. a bunch of times. Hold on. One, two, three, four. This is the fourth. All right. Fourth so show. It's not like Vinny hasn't tried to do a podcast on his own. He just can't. All right, people. Not successfully. Let's, yeah, let's not of get, course not. Let's not get crazy around here. Of course not. I'm riding Carl's WATV coattails <laughs> straight to mediocrity, baby. That's right. I love it. So uh, this week, people were uh, calling because there was a lot of issues with voting this week. Hey, Carl Vitti. So uh, the U.S. government released uh, 80 million ballots out there for uh, mail-in voting. Have you have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, experts are predicting that the uh, Creepoff podcast has less voter fraud than the 2020 election. Oh, anyway, thank you, guys. That's my side. This guy. This guy right there with the jokes. <laughs> well, we actually did have some serious calls about voter fraud this week. Okay. Hello, Creep Off. Uh, my grandmother apparently voted on your website. I just checked her computer earlier, uh, which is impossible because she died election night of 2016. <laughs> so I need you to make a recount on that. Obviously, she would vote for Carl uh, because my grandmother was awful and horrible. Oh, uh, Vinny Winnie, people's champ. <laughs> prep boy Rick out. All right, prep boy Rick. Good job. Prep boy Rick. All right, and here's one from a uh, first time, long time. Uh, this is Joe, uh, long time fan of the Creep Off and okay. WATP. And I, I want to report two cases of voter fraud and voter suppression. Uh, Vinny regularly suppresses votes by keeping playing that horrible Being the Elite theme song from the show for losers. And Carl is a fraud because he just Googles and uses the first thing that comes up and thinks that'll get him the win every week. And it won't. But (laughs) I do love you. Love the show. Love you all the time. And call me back. What page of Google am I supposed to go to in order to win the creep off? Can someone explain this to me? It can't be the first result. Is what I you're telling know. me. All right, I got a voicemail that came in on the WATP hotline. What's up, Carl? This is for the creep off. So you got Maddox. Uh, I mean, you got Vinny over here. Mm. Bitching oh. about how little research you do for the show. Yeah. Bitching about the creep you select because it's the first result on Google. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, this fat fuck is just sitting here reading wikipedia pages like he's patrick michael yep no come on Vinny. <laughs> be better you are the maddox of this show <laughs> this is the problem is that you take this shit too seriously and you're doing all this deep dive research on wikipedia pages and your biggest complaint about me is i'm googling things i'm Sorry. literally like a month away from being Vinny locks <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> banana Vinny. banana paulino <laughs> All right, uh, I guess that's our voicemail segment. Are you ready for a scumper at Garl? I'm not. I have to play you some updated songs. 
Oh boy! I know this Fuck is the it. wheel of consequence. It just keeps on giving, isn't it? It certainly is. I've been adding the uh, music that you've been producing into our uh, opening uh, playlist of music while we're going live. I've noticed that. So if you want to watch us live on YouTube, what Vinny does is he tortures people with music until we actually are ready to go. And I am that, a sadist. And, yes. And some of that torture is this. All right. So here's a song that you might not be familiar with, but this is off of the Nick Bate Greatest Hits album that uh, we are recreating here. It's called Not a Kitten. I am not a kitten. In fact, I rarely am. So pretty good, pretty good ditty. You're probably wondering. No, not, not really. That's not a pretty good ditty at all. <laughs> probably wondering that Queen song was better than that. It, okay, not by it. much. You're probably <laughs> wondering what style of music we went with. Uh, I decided to bring this one to the Isotopes. Please we, be doo wop. We went with country. We went with country on this okay. one. Doo wop's a good idea too. I wish you were there. <laughs> Did you I rarely am a kitten? Did you write lyrics for this? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Remixed it a little bit. I'm actually proud of you for paying off your consequences. You had to sit there and figure out how to make that into a song. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> All right. I hope it took a while. I, I really got, do. It, I don't put any time into this. This <laughs> next one. This next one. So that one that you just heard, I, I wrote that lyrics and music five minutes before bad practice. We rehearsed it one time that we recorded it. I like how you stuck in the word gland. That was pretty good. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm proud of you. Good job. Someone was asking me if I researched this with my wife in order to figure out what kids would do. But I had all this knowledge already. I knew about this. <laughs> so this next song is probably the longest song that Nick Bate <clears throat> ever recorded. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with this one, but it's called My Name is Nick. This is a rap song. This is a good one. My name is Nick and my mind is sick And unfortunately I have a tiny dick My wife named Anna is kind of a prick But her ass will lick and I'm gonna stick My penis In her anus I'm gonna stick my cock with up her ass It's gonna feel There's the good guitar. It's gonna be a gas Don't scare the clock, we've got time to pass But fucking in the hood, gonna make it last Now, how do we get this to Seamus for him to mix? <laughs> because I would love to hear that mashup Well, get ready for this Vinny this one I recorded today, and I, I'm not making this up. This is my first and only take. <laughs> this is my first and only take. I completely believe you. All right, let's, let's check it out. Mm. Oh, yeah. Creep off. Oh, my God. coming out of retirement. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Master K is back. Master K. That was a masterpiece Thank you, you just put out there. Thank you. I, I want to give uh, credit all, to... All one take over there. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. I want to give credit to PJ for showing me where that music was. 
Thank you, PJ. Thank you, PJ. Because I, I know that he found it, so he was able to steer me in the right direction. But <clears throat> all right, we're still going. We still got more songs to to write and record here. Not okay. write, but record. Okay. I mean, very obviously, good. the master's already written the song. Sure, sure. I can't wait to hear your version of I Really Hate Vaginas. I'm very much looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, you mean this one? I freaking hate vaginas. Vaginas really suck. Have you done anally raping children yet, either? Have you done that song? Anally raping children. Then disemboweling and force feeding them their own intestines. Do you have plans for those? I feel like the anally raping children one, I'm probably going to work with Jen from the jingles department. And a couple other vocalists. We want to put like a four or five part harmony on that one. I really want to put a lot of work into the vocals on that one. Well, I'm calling oh, bullshit, see, but I'm waiting to hear what you come <laughs> up with. See, I, I was thinking you should do more like a, a doo-wop-ish sort of thing with the I Hate Vaginas and the okay. anally raping children. I could see it as like a reggae sort of sound. Yeah. All right. I, I like both those ideas. The cheesy uh, doo-wop, though, that, that's got to happen. That's a good call. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, are you done with your songs for tonight? I am done with my songs. We're ready to head over to a uh, scum parade. Lay it on me. The scum parade. These are my peeps. The scum parade. It's nothing but creeps. The scum parade. Carl, I'm throwing you a curveball. I did not send you this story, but right. I came across my desk about two hours ago and I laughed my ass off. I mean, I was sitting in front of my computer two hours ago. You could have said this to me. Vanessa Lee Jones, 38, was collared at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning after witnesses reported spotting her masturbating near a dumpster outside of Popeye's fried chicken in St. Peter's. <laughs> Great spot right. for that. So we're going to play a little game called Guess the Race. White lady. Okay. Absolutely white lady. She was fully nude. Fully nude. They caught her on camera just out there fucking rubbing herself at 10 a.m. Yeah. Love that chicken at Popeye. Finger looking good. Finger looking good. That's KFC. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you always insult Vinny. If you fuck up fast food jingles or taglines, Vinny gets very upset it. about that. This is a show about facts, Carl. Yeah. So the cops. No one out pizzas the Vinny. <laughs> No one out pizzas the video is hysterical. All right. Uh, so the cops are like, are you off your fucking meds or something? And she was not. Apparently they said there was no indications of drugs or alcohol influence and no indication of mental health issues. You never just been super horny next to a dumpster before? Well, next to a Popeye's, but not the dumpster. <laughs> so not only was she arrested last Saturday at this Popeye's going back to September 30th. She was also arrested after exposing herself and masturbating in front of a seven 11 Jones was charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition since she allegedly continuously rubbed her vagina in the view of a minor who was accompanied by a male relative at 11 AM at a seven 11. So she's an ambitious cam girl who really takes her job with her is what you're, you know, some me. people hand out flyers. Yeah. She just brings it to the people. Right. She just She's like, if you want to see more of this, well, hop on myfreecabs.com slash Carl. Uh, she was like <laughs> September 30th. She was in jail until October 28th. She was freed after prosecutors declined to pursue the felony case. The 7-Eleven is about two blocks away from the Popeyes, if that helps anything. Both of these. This is the neighborhood we should be hanging out in. Yeah. Where, where is this located again? St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, I'm going to be down that way soon. All uh, right. Well, we're going to know where Carl's going to be. Yeah. Old Carl's finger blasted himself in front of the speedway again. <laughs> Not to be outdone. Not Carl was there with his pants by around his ankles. All right. Well, let's uh, head up to Oklahoma City, shall we, Carl? All right, a gentleman good. by the name of Gilbert Cordero was also a little bit of a, uh, what's the word we're looking for? Exhibitionist? A hornball. Hornball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went into a sex toy shop, according to the probable cause affidavit, and tried a piece of merchandise, which was out on display. Cops charged that Cordero walked up to a piece of equipment uh, that is described as a electronic self-gratification product called the Auto Blow. 
He okay. took his dick out, licked his fingers. Yeah, they describe this in detail in this article. Because there's can't there's video they of it. It's slower. He <laughs> sorry. I'll try to make it sexier. Yeah, he licked his fingers on one hand and then used those digits to get his penis wet. Cordero, <laughs> whose actions were recorded by the store surveillance camera, then also licks his fingers on the other hand and appears to get the entrance area of the auto blow wet. Then he started standing there, stuck his dick in it, and started thrusting his hips into the auto blow. This is according to all to a police report. Now, the employees recognized this guy, and the reason they recognized him is because a few days earlier, he went in there and put in a job application. How did they not hire this guy? <laughs> this guy would have been the best salesperson they ever hired. Could you imagine somebody sitting there hemming and hawing? He's like, if you're not making a decision on this auto blow, you got to take it for a test drive. I'm telling you, sir, I have never used a finer product. Yes. Take out a test well, drive, and I'll come with you. What's weird about that is that he, he went through the trouble of using the auto blow and doesn't grab a thing of lube. He's like right there. That's a good point. This Licks his fingers his is a weird dick. detail. This guy's spitting out his dick. He's probably got lube everywhere around He just him. wanted to try it. He didn't want to, you know, make a mess. <laughs> well, either way, he uh, ejaculated in the thing and then walked out of the store. Yeah, put it, put it back down and walked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's not for me. <laughs> Worth a shot, though. You know, it's good, but there might be, a, I'm going to shop around. I'm going to shop around. So, uh, yeah, he uh, was arrested because they just went and looked up the guy's fucking application and there's his name and his address. And now he is in jail and he is on a, uh, believe it or not, this is only a misdemeanor charge in Oklahoma. It is a uh, outraging public indecency is what it's called, is the charge for that, which is a new one to me. They also call it the Pee Wee Herman. They do. Uh, th by the way, in this article, it says the company calls the auto blow. This is the company that creates this yep. product, this fine product. Calls the auto blow an affordable, tried and trusted basic blowjob machine. I think they're being too modest. A basic <laughs> blowjob machine. The dishwasher changed our lives in the kitchen. The blowjob machine. This is not basic. It's just the Carl. bare minimum for a blowjob. Carl, yeah, the, the, like it's got teeth in it. It's not a good blowjob. <laughs> it's a basic blowjob. The marketing department needs to be fired. Yeah. An affordable basic blowjob issue. Yeah. Every 30 seconds goes, are you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It gets tired. Yeah. It's, just, it's like, oh, do you want me just lick it or something? Do you want me just... <laughs> Fucking basic, basic blowjob machine. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's go down to West Virginia, shall we, Carl? I love it there. No, you don't. No one loves it there. It's a really terrible place. It really is the worst place really I've ever been. I was driving through there, and I had to pee so bad. The only place I could find to pee was a Walmart in West Virginia. Yeah. And holy shit, I would rather have stuck my dick into that auto blow after that guy than fucking put it <laughs> in the fucking urinal in that goddamn place. I'd rather sleep overnight in Gary, Indiana than drive through Ooh. West Virginia. Well, you're going to be spinning the wheel soon, so you might just get your chance. I don't know about that. Last week. Rolling Stones. Vote for Carl. Last week, a judge sentenced a West Virginia woman to 40 years in prison after she pled guilty to killing her boyfriend, Jonathan Thomas McGuire, who was 38 years old back in 2019. Now, she did this with assistance from her biological father. Amanda McClure pled guilty to second-degree murder a month before her sex offender father, Larry Paul McClure, 55, was sentenced to life for the same killing. So, here's the story. McClure was a Kentucky guy. He was living in Virginia. After he was released from prison on sexual offense charges, Amanda was estranged living with her boyfriend. They all decide they're all going to live together. There's a sister too. So they go pick up the sister, pick up these two in Minnesota. They go back to West Virginia. They find a place and they lived there for what they said was about 10 days. And then on Valentine's Day, Larry took a bottle of wine and hit McGuire over the head with it tied him up, injected him with liquid methamphetamine, and later strangled him with a garbage bag. This guy, Larry McClure, testified that he tortured this guy over two days before he died. Then they buried the body. Then they dug it up six days later, dismembered the body, and threw it back into the hole and buried it again. Who hasn't broken up with a boyfriend and then six days later had second thoughts about it? But why did she do it, Carl? <laughs> She's like, it was the dad who did it. Yes. But why did he do that? Well, wow. here's why. Here's why, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, she was fucking her dad. And the dad oh, okay. got jealous that she was with the boyfriend. Do you and think that's why he did it on Valentine's Day of all days? Very romantic. Yep, yep. Like, I'm getting my dick wet today. <laughs> you, you could get the 15th. 
<laughs> so she told the court McGuire was killed not long after telling Larry he was in love with Amanda and wanted to marry her. Well, here's a fun fact. They went to Virginia after this and she married her father. Yeah, they're actually, a month later. She married her dad after they murdered the boyfriend. They're actually going to recreate this for a made-for-TV movie. The casting is great. They get, they're getting Donald and Ivanka Trump to play Larry and Amanda. That'll be great. <laughs> I think it's going to be very realistic. <laughs> That'll be great. Except neither one of those have ever dug a hole in their life. Fair enough. I was talking sure. more about the daughter father fucking. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> joke I was going. Well, you make it all sound like I stomped on it. I was just trying to add a joke. I was trying to add a fucking... It's not like I fucking said, that's a terrible joke, Carl, and I tried to explain it. I just uh, threw out a thing. Like, they don't dig holes. I should be watching myself people. losing my football bet right now. Let's keep it moving. Oh, did you bet on the Patriots tonight? I did bet on the Patriots well, tonight. The Jets are terrible. Fucking deserve what you get. I do. So, yeah, they tried to get married. Now, they went and got married. They're all going to jail forever. They got caught. The body was found in the grave. And the sister, who was also living there, is on trial for face, uh, facing first-degree murder charges. So they fucking suck, these people. And the father's not even a good-looking guy. He's no. Not a, he's not a handsome gentleman. Like, he's not. Who was the guy from the Mamas and the Papas who was fucking his daughter? Mackenzie Phillips' Papa? dad. Oh, yeah. M Mackenzie Phillips' dad, who was in Mamas and the Papas. Yeah, yeah, Papa. That's the one. <laughs> that was the guy. <laughs> That was very quick, Carl. Yeah. You redeemed yourself from that other joke oh. you did that was terrible. Oh, thanks, Vinny. You're now, the best. Uh, let's go down. <laughs> I really dislike you. Really? You're <laughs> so hateable. I'm the people's champion, Carl. Fair you enough. better get over it. All right. Now, Columbia, South Carolina. Here's a fun story for you. A South Carolina mother who skipped the trial where she was convicted of homicide. She didn't go to trial. She was. They had a you trial. You can do that? No. Apparently in South Carolina, you can't. <laughs> That's amazing. She skipped the trial and they found her guilty. But here's what she did. Back in 2017, she got pregnant. She didn't tell her boyfriend. She didn't tell her mother. She gave In December, she gave birth to a baby girl. She didn't tell anybody. She had the baby in her apartment. After she had the baby, she cleaned up, put it in a garbage can, and threw it in a dumpster. She got away with this, Carl. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. Yeah, she just, newborn baby, right in the fucking garbage. She didn't get any medical help or anything. Like, she just, like, threw the, the fucking umbilical cord over her shoulder, fucking <laughs> took the garbage out. I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> so, a year later, she's knocked up again. What does she do? Doesn't tell anybody. Has a baby boy this time. Pops it in a garbage bag. Goes back to the dumpster. This time, from what I understand reading this, people heard the baby crying and stuff, and the police were called. This woman got caught. Can I call bullshit on this real quick? Sure. Yeah. Let me like, detail the story. Go ahead, Brandon. I, we've been cutting you I, off. I apologize for cutting you off, but hey, she got pregnant twice and no one fucking noticed it. I call bullshit on that's, that. That's the part I was going to say, because if my girlfriend gains a half a pound, I'm telling her to skip dessert for the next three so weeks. So here's what I'm going to say. We all notice when people, when women put on weight, how is she <laughs> hiding a pregnancy from her boyfriend twice? Well, I'm going to say this. Her mugshot. Yeah. The photo that they took of her was very similar to the shot I have of myself on the creep off camera, the where it's from a little bit of a high angle. The old MySpace. The old uh, MySpace duck angle, lips. Yeah. She did the duck lips and everything. <laughs> All right. But uh, I'm thinking she might have been a half the gown, Carl. Okay. So uh, Fair enough. she basically fucked around, had two babies, put them in garbage bags, and threw them both in dumpsters and got caught. She's now going to prison for two 40 year prison terms that will run concurrently. Not eligible for parole. And uh, fuck her. And she has two other kids. That's the amazing part. Could you imagine if you're the two kids who she didn't murder? You're like, oh, we must, we must really be great kids. No, this, no. This woman has uh, They're probably taste. the reason why she threw the other two out. <laughs> yeah, probably. She's probably. <laughs> and she might be justified. This like, could have been you. You met my other kids. You want me to keep having more of these? She's just tying up the garbage bag. Going, this could have been you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Fuck it. Now eat your fucking vegetables. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> I mean, she could have just, just as easily fallen down a flight of stairs and no one would have said anything about it. Dude, why have an abortion on nine months in one day? You can what, do it legally. What the fuck does an abortion cost in South Carolina anyway? <laughs> I don't know. Less than 40 <laughs> consecutive years. <laughs> 
solid point. That was a, those that was just some fucked up stories. Are you not going to do the other one that you sent me? No, I'm not because I couldn't find enough information and I'm going to save it. There's okay. some more info I want to get on that one. Yeah, I, I had to click through a couple different articles to read about. Right, that and I was trying to get it's it up. Insane. It really is the craziest fucking story ever. Hopefully, I'll have it ready okay. for you guys for next week. That's I was going to say. I was going to say. Where's the teaser one. clip? Yeah, this one that you sent me, I was like, well, this could just be a creep. This this isn't even a scum parade. Yeah, and there's a it's lot bad. of people involved. There's yeah. multiple trials. People are getting are walking. Either way, you're not supposed to rent children. That's all I'm going to say. Now, uh, <laughs> that's this week's Creep Off, Carl. I want to thank our friend Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week podcast. You can check him out on Twitter, at Shitty Song Pod. And they have new episodes, what is it, every Friday? Yeah, every Friday. Great. And they're better than your appearance on this show, Yeah. Oh Jesus, man! What an <laughs> asshole! <laughs> why, why do people even do this show? You're such a prick. I'm nice to Kevin. <laughs> you were nice to Kevin until we had that little text conversation the other day. Oof! Oof! <laughs> can, we, well. can we talk about that? No. Okay. It didn't go well. So Kevin is going to be joining the show to do uh, to read reviews yes. starting next week. So yes, folks, you, guys, Kevin actually bought uh, in, what would you call it? Noise suppression equipment. I would call yes. I would call it a room divider. Yes. Like the kind of thing that women in the 50s used to change behind. Yes. And he put a couple foam blocks on it. So it looks good. Hopefully he won't sound as echoey and he won't have to be under a fucking blanket. Yes. It won't be Blanket Fort Kevin yeah. reading your reviews. So and, we're excited about And he's that. going to be doing voices, all sorts of different voices. So make sure you leave a review and uh, we'll start that next week. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CreepOffPod. Subscribe to the YouTube and uh, voicemail number again is 585-371-8108. And if you want to email us, just email us at thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Carl, is there anything else we need to do before we close this motherfucker up? I think we've done it all, Vinny. I think we've done it all. Well, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Good gear. And the show has reached a new